EO Fire 1271. Success is not something you pursue. Success is something you attract by the person you become. Hey, Fire Nation, and welcome to EO Fire, where I chat with inspiring entrepreneurs seven days a week. Are you ready to create, grow, and monetize your podcast? Visit freepodcastcourse.com and ignite. Who's ready to rock today, Fire Nation? JLD here, and I'm fired up to bring you our featured guest today, Mike Gonsalves. Mike, are you prepared to ignite? Man, you kidding me? I'm ready. Let's do this. Mike is the founder of The Wellness Bucket, a business that helps entrepreneurs create simple daily health habits so they can continue to do more of what makes them awesome. He's a health coach, speaker, marathoner, men's physique competitor, and just recently ran his first ultra marathon, a 50-miler. Mike, take a minute, fill in the gaps in that intro, and let us know a little bit about your personal life. Definitely, definitely. John, first of all, thanks so much for having me, man. It's an absolute yeah. pleasure to be on the show. And um, first of all, a little bit about me. I'm, I'm originally from Massachusetts. Let's have a little sad little violin music now for the Patriots. <laughs> wah, wah, uh, yeah, wah. I, I knew you were going there. but Hey, I'm a Patriots fan. I'm, I'm crying too. I know. But hey, you know, go Sox. I'll say that. Go yeah, Sox. Yeah. And, uh, but no, I live in San Diego now, as, as you know. Um, live in San Diego. Love San Diego. You know, um, weather. You can't beat the weather out there. And, um, you know, grew up in a Portuguese household. Portuguese. I have three sisters. And that was interesting growing up, um, being the only boy in the family. But it's all good. <laughs> And, um, yeah, health and fitness, man, it's just, it's always been part of me. It's always been part of my world. And, um, I think it goes back to like when I was eight, nine, 10 years old, especially because, uh, I'm not embarrassed to say I wasn't the best academically in the classroom, you know, C student at best D. And, um, I was told in not so many words that, Hey man, you're not, you're not really that smart. Um, I hate to say it by the grade school teachers and the counselors. And, um, that was kind of rough to hear, you know, it's rough to hear for anyone, let alone a nine, 10 year old kid. And although I couldn't excel in a classroom, John, what I could always do was I could always go out that class, excuse me, I could always go out that schoolyard and just run my fastest. I could throw that football, you know, pretty far. And so no one could tell me that I couldn't do those things well. So I always gravitated towards health and fitness just because it's like, Hey man, this is what I can do well. And no one can tell me that I can't. So that's literally, that's, that's what's, that's how I got, that's, that's why health and fitness has always been such a big part uh, of my world. And you know, Anything that's health and fitness, I absolutely love. And you throw in a little bit of competition <laughs> in that, I'm all about it. And I don't mean competition like with others, although that's fine too, you know, like a little friendly game of pickup. But I mean like competing with myself, you know, ultra marathons, men physique competition, uh, marathons, just, hey, how, how good, how good can I get? You know, how, how much can I push myself? So that's my story. That's where we are today. And that's why the wellness bucket exists. Well, Fire Nation, Mike's been a listener of EO Fire for some time, and he reached out to me a little while ago and said, John, you know, you're always talking about walking around the bay and doing like your little seven-minute workout. How about I roll on into the bay and put you through the traces? And of course, I agree because I'm always looking to kind of take my fitness, my health to the next level, and that was like two months ago, and I am still sore, Fire Nation, <laughs> from that day because I can tell you, um, I'm in decent shape, but uh, again, uh, what is it, Mike, a physique competitor in an ultra marathon? Honor, and that's no, that's definitely not me. I, I like to walk and uh, do like a, a few push-ups and pull-ups and uh, maybe a couple squats and then some jumping jacks and call it a day. So it's really good stuff. And what I love about your story, Mike, is guess what? You don't excel at certain things. 
I don't excel at certain things, but we live in a world that we can find what we do excel in and then we can amplify that and we can become awesome and we can focus and we can become an authority figure in that area. And Fire Nation, why do you want to be good You know, good at a lot of things? Why not be great at one thing that you're excited about? And that's where we're going to be really theming this interview on. Now, Mike, before we go any further into your journey, how do you generate revenue in your business today? Good question, John. There's three ways that I do that. And my number one is through some wellness coaching that I do. So I do wellness coaching one-on-one with, um, with people and um, I do it in 30-day um, increments. So we identify ideally, you know, hey, what are you looking to do? Number one, why do you want to do it? That's a biggie. We create a plan, put a plan, plan in place. And then the biggie, the last one, which has changed my business, has changed my revenue, it's changed my client successes. It's been the the fourth piece, the accountability piece. And I don't mean weekly, I mean daily. That's daily accountability that we, um, um, we focus in on. And that's one of the big reasons, one of the many reasons I love your, you know, your recent Freedom Journal, just because of that accountability factor. So that's the number one way is my wellness coaching clients that I see um, on a daily basis. Um, number two is online wellness workshops that I run. Uh, for example, I do a, uh, a lose 10 days and 30 lose 10 pounds in 30 day workshop. I want to lose 10 days too. That'd be cool. I want to go back in (laughs) time. (laughs) I want to gain 10. Yeah. Uh, but no, it's self-guided, John, it's self-guided. Anyone can take it. It gives you the tools, resources, everything you need to lose 10 pounds in 30 days. Um, and again, that's online wellness workshop that I run as well as, uh, the latest one, which just kicked off in January is a fit camp that I'm doing. It's, it's exclusive to San Diego and it's this five elements to it. Um, you know, we focus on hit exercises, high intensity training, um, this cardio element, there's a stretching element, med- uh, meditation, and goal setting. So those are the three ways in, in which I generate revenue today. Where do you hold this fitness camp? I hold it at Sunset Point over uh, on the bridge as you come up into um, Mission, Mission Beach. Oh, I might have to join that when you start the next one. Yeah, definitely. We, uh, we're planning, as soon as I get back from my trip, first week in March. I uh, hope to see you out there, man. I'll be reaching out to you. Reach out to me and Fire Nation, if you're listening to this, like, let's figure it out. Like, Maybe you can join Mike and myself and get fit if you're in San Diego. And Mike, a couple things. I want to thank you, number one, for mentioning the Freedom Journal. That means a lot. It is all about daily accountability, the daily tasks, the nightly recaps, 10-day sprints, quarterly reviews, accomplish your number one goal in 100 days, and you were at the Freedom Journal book launch. So thank you, brother. Absolutely, man. It was my pleasure. Now we're going to focus on your journey as an entrepreneur, which has the ups, it has the downs. It's that roller coaster, baby. What would you consider, Mike, your worst entrepreneurial moment? And really take us to that moment in time and tell us that story. I definitely will. And I'm not going to, I'm going to say I'm embarrassed to tell this story, but I'm going to tell it anyways. But <laughs> um, so. Some years ago, I'm going to say back 2009, I was working out of the hotel, um, the Marriott Hotel Marina, downtown San Diego. And um, I had a a business um, agreement with them where I could use the facility to train my clients. And being part of that facility, um, training my clients, seeing their their guests, um, I got to see a lot of the people that came into their gym that were there for the convention. And I thought to myself, hey, man, I see a lot of these people coming into the gym and a lot of them don't have that much time. They got to get to their convention um, that they're here for. And, and they walk around the gym aimlessly, not knowing what to do if the, the equipment exists that they're looking for. So I thought I had this genius idea. Let me, uh, let me create what's called like a fit kiosk, short for fitness kiosk, where they come in, there's a kiosk there, they punch in, hey, I'm a male, this is my uh, fitness level, this is what I'm looking to work, I have 15 minutes, what do you have available? Bam, it spits out a program or it goes to your phone and you just do that plan, right? So I thought, man, genius idea, maybe it still is, but <laughs> what, I, 
what I did, John, is I, I, I reached out to a buddy of mine and together we started coming up with ideas like, hey, how do we make this thing work? And we got literally, we sunk before we ever gave ourselves a chance to sail. And the reason why I say that is because we were more in love with the idea of being entrepreneurs and, you know, the entrepreneur lifestyle than we actually were about creating something that, you know, that was special, that could help make a real difference in the lives of others. So we got so caught up in like just being entrepreneurs and wow, we'll, all this stuff we're going to do and create that, you know, to the point, and this is the embarrassing part, we started looking into P.O. boxes and 800 numbers and a local <laughs> design. And I mean, really, I'm serious. We, we focused so much more on that that I ended up losing close to 20 grand. Um, it, it never even took off, John. It was, it was the worst. Execution, probably. Oh, it was terrible. But again, it was more so that we were more in love with just the, the idea of being an entrepreneur than actually making a difference. So for me, that was the absolute worst. Absolute worst. Fire Nation, there's a lot, a lot of takeaways here. You know, number one, you need to actually be in the game. Now, what do you mean by that? Like, I, I've done many things that have cost me money that have flopped on their face because, you know, what I got caught up with was my idea. I said, hey, this is a great idea. Then I put my nose to the grindstone. I, you know, kind of boarded myself in and I just said, I'm going to sit down and just create this and then I'm going to release it to the world. And and I did. I got no feedback and then I released it and it flopped like crickets, nothing. But those times that I said, okay, this is a good idea, I think, but I'm going to get out there and actually test it and prove it. And I'm going to see if people people really vote with their wallets on this thing in a meaningful way, those have been my successes. Like when I did the pre-sale for Podcaster's Paradise and I said, hey, I'm not even going to create this unless I get at least $5,000 in pre-sales. Same thing with Webinar on Fire. I had 100 people pay me $20 for the Freedom Journal before I even wrote the thing because I wanted them to prove that it was something that people would, would be willing to pay for. So Fire Nation, you can't get caught up in your own idea to the level where you're just blinded by the reality of the situation. And Mike, that's my big takeaway from the struggle that you had, the $20,000 that you lost. What do you want to make sure Fire Nation gets from that struggling entrepreneurial moment that you had? Well, the biggie, I, I like what you said, John, is like test, test the concept. And I'm actually just, I just started reading Pat Flynn's new book that came out, Will It Fly, which, you know, he, he's all about that, which is a good buddy of yours, I know. And um, he, awesome book. So definitely I'm a big fan of testing it before even doing anything. But what I took out of it, John, is if you're going to go into something, go into some, go into it with a thought that you, you're out to make a difference. Not, you know, I always say shoot to make a difference first, a dollar second. Cause if you go in chasing entrepreneurship, chasing that dollar, you're going to fall. At least I fell on my face, you know? I wasn't even concerned with trying to make a difference and help people. I was like, oh, man, this is awesome. I'm going to be an entrepreneur. I'm going to make this fit Keo. I'm going to make millions of bucks. And you know what? We, we took our eye off the prize, which the prize really was, hey, how do we make a difference in the lives of these people? And that's, that's my takeaway, John, is first focus on making a real difference and everything else will follow. That quote, by the way, quotable, Fire Nation, shoot to make a difference first in a dollar later. Love that. Now, Mike, let's shift to another story in your journey as an entrepreneur, uh, an aha moment, an epiphany, a light bulb. Take us to one great aha moment that you've had in your journey and tell us that story. That one actually just happened a couple of years ago, and I'm, I'm really happy to share this one because it's really made a big difference in my life as far as how I, you know, how I do things and, and just overall success in all, all facets of my life, not just entrepreneurship, but just relationships, career, finances, et cetera. But um, as I told you, John, you know, growing up, you know, I didn't have the best confidence just because of kind of the stories you know, I was fed as a kid that not, not good enough, not smart enough, you're probably not going to go anywhere. So it sucks, but that's the truth, man. And we all have the stories that we create for whatever reason. And those are my stories. So I, I 
you know, from a nine-year-old kid all the way through a couple of years ago, that was my story that at best, I am average. At best, I'm average. And that trickled into every aspect of my life. Like I said, relationships. I could be out with my buddies in college, high school, and, you know, girls are looking over, smiling. It's, you know, they, hey, man, she's looking at you. No. It was like, no, nah, she can't be looking at me. Confidence just sucked, right? That was that. School. You know, I remember a vivid moment. And, you know, I, I'm, um, I'm an athletic training major, and I was in the athletic training room with a, with a, with a basketball player who had just rolled his ankle and I'm looking at his ankle and, and I say, Hey man, you roll your ankle X, Y, and Z. And he's looking at me like, I don't, I don't think that's it, man. And I wasn't confident in myself. He wasn't confident in what I was telling him. And my buddy comes out of left field that I know him cause he was my roommate. He wasn't any, any smarter than me. We studied together, but he came at it with a conviction confidence. He said, you know what? You have a lateral ankle lateral ankle sprain. The exact same thing I said. And, and the guy believed him. I believed him just we didn't say anything differently. Just he came at it with a confidence conviction that I never had. So the aha moment for me was about two years ago, I was working with a career coach and uh, we were on a call talking about this, this program that we were going through and this activity we were doing. And she asked me, there was about eight of us in the group. She, and she said, Mike, how do you feel you're doing um, with this assignment based, you know, based on what you're doing? And how do you feel you stand amongst the others? And I thought about it for a second, and I said, you know, I think I'm at par. I think I'm at par. I'm, about, I'm, at, I'm at about a five out of ten. And she started laughing, and she said, man, are you serious right now? She goes, how many, uh, how many modules are there? I said, eight. She goes, how many have you done? I said, eight. She said, how many have every, has everyone else done based on the last call we had? I said, two. She goes, you have done eight. They have done two, and you think you're at par with them? And that was a, that was an aha moment for me, John, where I was like, I told myself, man, you, you always think you're just average. And it's like, dude, you're not just average. You actually do more than you think you do. So to me, that was such an aha moment because there's so many times like in business and career that I've seen myself saying to myself, man, I could do that better. Yeah, I probably could, but I never did. You know, I never had the confidence to do it. Even though I knew I could do it better, I never did it. So to me, that was the biggest aha moment. And I mean, everything since that moment, John, everything's changed. Career, financial, um, relationship, everything, man, just because of that one aha moment. That's it for me. Fire Nation, there's a couple things that I want to pull out here. Number one, and this is kind of referencing back to the Freedom Journal a little bit, because Mike, you're so right about you know, just having to be focused on what you're doing every single day and, and how you're viewing yourself and also viewing others. And that's why I'm so adamant with the Freedom Journal of sitting down and saying, hey, when you open up day one, you are saying, you know, what am I thankful for? Like, what is that affirmation? You're saying it out loud. You're saying something that you're thankful for and you're absorbing that. And at, and at night, two things, two wonderful things that happened today. You're looking back and you're reflecting on two wonderful things that happened today. These are things that when you say them out loud, when you write them down, when it transfers from your finger to the pen to the paper, it becomes real. Just like when Mike was saying over and over again, I'm average, I'm average, I'm average. That was becoming real. That was becoming his reality. He was adjusting to that reality, but when he just was able to get out of that mindset and rise above it and say, hey, in certain areas, specifically areas that I'm passionate about, I'm good. In fact, I'm dang good. In fact, I'm really good. And guess what? That became the reality. So affirmations are real. They're powerful. Make sure that you're always you know, saying what you're thankful for, looking back and saying things that were wonderful that happened today. Do these things. Listen to what Mike just said. I mean, that is so powerful. Mike, that's my big takeaway. Just one or two sentences. What do you want to make sure Fire Nation gets from your aha moment? 
Well, I love what you said, John, as you mentioned giving, you know, gratitude and that's such a biggie. And yeah, we can, I could talk about that, man, for an hour, but right. <laughs> I write down gratitude every morning. So I highly suggest that the one big takeaway, um, that I, that it's, it's just, you got to just believe in, you know, believe in yourself and surround yourselves, surround yourself with people who, who believe in you as well. But the thing is, it's, and that's why the wellness bucket exists. It's like, you're not always going to have maybe those people who believe in you and you really have to believe in yourself before others are going to believe in you. And the best way to start doing that, if you don't have that today, is get out there. Start walking around the bay. Start exercising. Start doing burpees. Because as soon as you change, change your motion, change your motion, what you do, how you move, you change your emotion, right? Who says it best? Tony Robbins, I think yeah. he says, right? The, the quickest way to change your psychology, what you think, is to change your physiology, how you, know, how you move. So that, is my, that would be my biggest takeaway, John. Start moving, man. All right, Mike, one sentence. What's your biggest weakness as an entrepreneur? Man, that's so easy. It's, it's, it's just saying no because I want to help everyone, John. <laughs> I want to help everyone. So it's, it's just saying no. I, I can't do it. If someone's in, in need and I know I can help them, um, I just want to help them. It's, t- it's hard for me to turn, turn, you know, turn away. And that's why we create products that are scalable, that are leverageable. You can say, hey, go take my Lose 10 Pounds in 30-day program. That's how you can point people and help them and skill your time. Because Fire Nation, all we have is time. And we need to focus on that. And you need to be working towards that Derek Sivers quote. If it's not a hell yes, it's a no. And believe me, you can help everyone. People email me and they say, John, help me. I want a podcast. I just type in free podcastcourse.com send it's a completely free 15 day course on how to podcast I'm helping the crap out of them and I love doing that and it doesn't take my time because I sat down I created it once what's your biggest strength Mike my biggest strength I would say is my commitment um, my commitment to respond to people in a timely manner, um, delivering and delivering really what I what I say I will deliver on. For example, if I tell you, John, I will get back to you in 24 hours with, with a response, or I tell a client I will have that that fitness plan done for you in the next 48 hours or less, I follow through. It's just it just gets done. So I would say that's my biggest strength is just following through in a timely manner. Mike, what's the one thing that you are most fired up about today? My biggest thing, John, would have to be the fit camp that we just kicked off in uh, in January, and the reason being is just because I mean it's it's just the inception phase right now. It's in San Diego only, but the the, the big goal, the five year plan, is just to get these things, get these fit camps globally, and you know we'll do that through wellness ambassadors all over the world. But um, and if I may, John, just real quickly elaborate yeah. on. We all know we all know Roger Bannister, right? If we don't, Roger Bannister, right? He broke he broke the four minute mile where where we used to think it was impossible. So, um, you know, it, it got us to question what's possible. You know, what's possible, what's not. We all know that story. But what I want to do, John, is through these fit camps, is like it's one thing to believe something is possible, but then it's another thing to believe that it's possible for you. There's a big difference there, and. Through these fit camps, I want people to come to them to believe that, hey, man, this isn't just possible, but it's possible for me. And that is why I'm so fired up about these fit camps because that's what I want to create in people, you know, instill this idea that they are awesome, that they can and they will. And it's just, it just all starts with, again, movement, moving, moving, because movement affects your emotion. TheWellnessBucket.com, Fire Nation. If you want to see what Mike has going on with the fit camps, if you want to see those programs that he has about losing 10 pounds in 30 days, thewellnessbucket.com. Now, don't go anywhere, Fire Nation, because we're about to enter the lightning round, but we're first going to take a minute to thank our sponsors. 
Your time is your most precious asset, and if there's one thing I don't stand for, it's getting stood up. Whether it's a call with a client or an interview via Skype, I know I can't afford to waste time, and I know you can't either. Let's be real. A no-show means you've just wasted time prepping, waiting, and most importantly, you've wasted time you'll never get back. Take control of your calendar today with Acuity Scheduling. Acuity gives you the tools to eliminate the back and forth of scheduling. With Acuity, all you've got to do is book them, bill them, and then blow them away with your on-point automatic text and email reminders. Let Acuity be the gatekeeper to your calendar. Visit acuityscheduling.com slash fire and get 45 days free. Mike, are you prepared for the lightning rounds? Absolutely. Let's do this, John. <laughs> what was holding you back from becoming an entrepreneur? Just to go back to those stories, you know, my confidence that was developed, you know, from a young age. That's what it was, John. It was like, it was, it was just those stories that I created. They weren't real. They were just stories that I created because of what I had been through and what I was fed. And um, that, that is what held me back. Just my confidence. It was my own doing, my own stories that I just couldn't get past. And when I did through my aha moment, everything changed for me. What's the best advice you've ever received? This is an easy one. I lo- there's a couple, but this one, I have to say this one. Um, success is not something you pursue. Success is something you attract by the person you become. And I mean, that's, that's from the late Jim Rohn. You know, I consider him a mentor and it's so powerful that, you know, success, you can't pursue it. It's something you attract by who you become, you know, through, again, bettering yourself, your body, your fitness, you know, the books you read, the, the, the courses you take. Um, that is, that, that's been a game changer for me personally. What's a personal habit that contributes to your success? I know you know this one's coming, but it's just exercise, man. Daily exercise, even if it's 15 minutes a day, daily movement, daily exercise, for sure, hands down. Share an internet resource like Evernotes with Fire Nation. This one's an easy for me too, easy one for me too, uh, because I'm not ashamed to admit I am not tech savvy, probably because <laughs> I don't have the patience. So for me, I just absolutely love Fiverr. Fiverr, because if I need something done on my site and I just don't know how to do it, I just send a quick email. They say it's going to cost you five, 10 bucks. I, say, I hit yes, and it's done for me in 24 hours. So I absolutely love Fiverr. If you could recommend one book for our listeners, what would it be and why? The Obstacle is the Way by Ryan Holiday. And I think you've mentioned this several times too, but um, The Obstacle is the Way by Ryan Holiday. And I, I just want to mention one quick quote that I love from the book that he mentioned, and it's by Marcus Aurelius. And it's, the impediment to action advances action. Um, what stands in the way becomes the way. And as entrepreneurs, there's always going to be things in our way. And instead of fighting it, embrace it because that is the way. And that's why I absolutely love that book. It's an amazing book, and I actually had Ryan on the show for a second time when that book launched to talk about it. So Fire Nation, just type in Holiday in the search bar, and you can go right to that episode. He crushes that episode about the obstacle is the way. And Fire Nation, I know you love audio, so I teamed up with Audible, and if you haven't already, you can get an amazing audiobook for free at eofirebook.com. Mike, have you listened to the obstacle is the way audio version? I have not, but I will. Tim Ferriss does a killer forward, like really long, detailed, awesome. I think it's like an interview actually with Ryan. It's really cool. So Mike, this is the last question of the lightning round, but it is a doozy. Imagine you woke up tomorrow morning in a brand new world, identical to earth, but you knew no one. You still have all the experience and knowledge you currently have. Your food and shelter is taken care of, but all you have is a laptop and $500. What would you do in the next seven days? I've given this one a lot of thought, John, and I here here's my answer. I'm, I'm going to take a page out of 
out of the book of the late uh, the late Maya Angelou, who said, "If you if you get, give. If you learn, teach." And I want to take the number one, the number one. If you give, if you get, give. And if I had five hundred bucks to work with, I really would just take five hundred bucks and I would. I would donate it to the Jimmy V Foundation for Cancer Research in memory of my dad, uh, who I lost to like lung cancer back in 2006. So I would literally take whatever money I had, give it away. That's that's number one um, because I think you you get what you give. So that's number one. Number two is you know if you learn, teach, and you just said, hey man, house is taken care of, food is taken care of. Don't have to worry about that. You still have all your knowledge. So I've learned a lot um, just through formal education, but not just that through through self-education through the books I've read, the courses I've taken, the people I've met, the questions I've asked. So I feel confident in what I've learned. So what I would do is I have my laptop. I would start immediately reaching out to people, letting them know, hey, man, this is who I am. This is what I do. What are you struggling with? Are you struggling with any, any area of your life, fitness? Are you not happy? Do you need more confidence? Are you overweight? I would start reaching out to people and doing my very best to help serve them in any way I can because I think it's in helping, it's in helping that, you, that, that you get back. Like, and that's why I said make a difference first, a dollar second. And I want to just say one more thing. It's, you know, we always hear the notion that, hey, it takes money to make money, and there is truth to that. I just think it's a little different. I think it takes caring enough to make money. And that's why I failed <laughs> epically when I, you know, back in 2009, because <laughs> I cared more about making money than caring enough to serve people. So I, I say serve first and then worry about making a dollar a second. So that's what I would do, John. Mike, you started today on fire. Let's end on fire with a parting piece of guidance. The best way that we can connect with you, then we'll say goodbye. Absolutely. Well, like again, John, it's such a pleasure being on. Thank you so much for having me. Um, you can just go to the, I mean, the wellnessbucket.com and I actually put together a page for the Fire Nation Ooh. to go to. And yeah, man, hopefully they can take advantage of the resources I put there for them because I want them to be awesome more awesome than they already are. So they can just go to, you know, thewellnessbucket.com slash fire and um, all their stuff is there waiting for them. Love gifts. And what's that parting piece of guidance? Just serve, serve, you know, focus on making a difference first, dollar second. But the only way you can do that is to, to better yourself first. And that's why they tell you whenever you're on a plane, right? Secure the mask on yourself first because <laughs> otherwise you can't take care of the person next to you. Take care of yourself first. Put yourself first because if you don't take care of you, no one else will. That's what I got to say, John. Fire Nation, you're the average of the five people you spend the most time with. You've been hanging out with MG and JLD today. So hmm. keep up the heat and head over to eofire.com. Type Mike in the search bar. His show notes page will pop up with everything we talked about today, his recommended book resource, all the links. Of course, head over to thewellnessbucket.com slash fire for your gifts. Mike has it waiting for you right now, Fire Nation. And Mike, I want to thank you, brother, for sharing your journey with Fire Nation today. And for that, we salute you and we'll catch you on the flip side. Thanks, John. See you on the bay, man. Your time is your most precious asset. Don't allow yourself to get stood up. It's time to stand up. Take control of your calendar today with Acuity Scheduling. Visit acuityscheduling.com slash fire and get 45 days free. Fire Nation, thank you for listening to EO Fire. Visit eofire.com for killer resources, free trainings, and so much more. If you want some behind-the-scenes intel on how I'm taking EO Fire from a seven- to an eight-figure-a-year business, all from my living room, 
text EO Fire to three three four 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 and ignite.